0: Baruch Hu Hashem, Hashem. Welcome to our weekly Wednesday Shir. Agud Yamtiv, Agud Mayid, Chalamayid Sukkis. So therefore, the Shir obviously has to be given in the Sukkah. Chalamayid Sukkis is the bridge days. Between the first days of Sukkot and the last days of Sukkot, the un, un, unlike uh, Pesach, which is all one long day, and therefore on the last days of Pesach we do not make shachianu. Shmuel Yitzhak, since it was the last <laughs> days of Sukkot in Chutz Laaretz are Tevim as <laughs> well, and therefore we make shachianu. The shoes a dedicated in Nishmas Rosenbaz Rav Also, like dedicated to a Rifuish Shalema Kreva to Hen Shluch bas B'loch Edel. Shalema. And with that one of the things of Sukkis was that it brought Rifuish. And the famous, famous story of the Al Terebbe um, it was a very harsh, cold sukkus, and the people were raging with fever. And people of all the that came to the Al Terebbe for Yom were a lot of them were very, very ill. And the Al asked they all be brought, however it is, stretchers or whatever it takes to bring them to Shul, the and by that kafis, the fire of the HaKafas will consume the fire of the illness. And so it was, everybody was brought and everybody was carried and whatever needed to do, and everybody was healed by Hashem. So too, Sukkot brings always Refus and Yeshua to all people, we may it bring and yeshuras, the ultimate and Yeshua to the Kalal Yisrael, that we should be able to be Zecha, we should merit to sit in the great sukkah all together, all the Jews together united in the Sukkah and the Kedesh and the Zechit to see all the actual sacrifices being brought although people have a, still a hard time understanding what sacrifices are and how they work and why they atone for our sins but you get over it <laughs> <coughs> once you're there um, I don't believe we'll have the Pita people standing there, Peta people, whatever they're called, with their signs and their pickets and everything else, um, knowing that in the Kabanos will be brought, and there will be a total new revelation for the entire world in Kali Yisrael. this Shabbos is Shemini Atzeres we're going to bench Geshem we're going to bless the Geshem also going to say Yizker so those who light candles for the Nishamas that they say Yizker for they should light the the candles on Friday prior to Adlakas Neresh Shabbos Kiddush Simchas Tere is not a day for Yisker or for any, oth- or any other such supplementary prayers for many different reasons one of the reasons being of course that that's, so they only have one day so they don't They celebrate some Sheminiyat says it was there on one day whereas therefore they would not be able to say Yisker on the second day many different alochists as far as what Yuskar does, how it breaks inflation, etc. but it's not relevant to the Shir at all Hashmini Atzeres, we read the Kriya for Hashmini Atzeres and it's a Yom of its own, its own entity as we said Mini Chabad is we eat in the Sukkah Hashmini Atzeres as well, the world does not eat in the Sukkah Hashmini Atzeres, they do come by Shabbos day to make Kiddush in the Sukkah and thereby they do a preda from the sukkah, they part ways from their sukkah. Many um, again, as we said, we eat in the sukkah on Shemini Atzeres, just as we eat the first days. We do not make a Leishabah sukkah though, because obviously that obligation is no longer relevant on Shemini Atzeres. On Simchas however, we do read many different Kriyas of We take out three different Sifrit Teira and Simchas Teira, which will be mentioned Sunday in Chutz The first Sifrit Teira, we read Vizais Habracha, the last Pasha and Chumash, the Varam of the Chumash of Chumash In the second Sifrit, we read B'reysh's Baralekim, we read from the beginning of the Sifrit of the Chumash the first of the five books restarting again the cycle not to allow the cycle to God forbid be severed at any moment at any time and therefore we restart the cycle by starting again from bara Baralekim and then we read the third Sefer we read the Maftir which is relevant to the Yomtiv the sacrifices that were brought for the umta. so we have a little bit of an issue here, a little bit of a problem and a question that begs to ask every Shabbos of the year the Shabbos Bereshit, the Shabbos Nech, the Shabbos Nech etc. the only parasha that doesn't have its own Shabbos is <coughs> Esa <coughs> this last and final Pasha, which we're going to say, Chazak, Chazak, when it's by Chos and teda, does not have its last Pasha, does not have its own Shabbos. There's no Shabbos of Zeis Habracha. So we need to see what is the connection sabracha, with Zeis Habracha with Simcha's Teda especially. And there's no mention of Simchus being Pasha's Zesabrochah. The end of V'Zesabrochah mentions one of the hardest things that the Jewish nation put through, the passing of Meish Rabbeinu. And then the Torah goes into Nevi'im, which is Yeshua, of course, and Yeshua begins by Mes, Mesha Evel Hashem. After the passing of Mesha Evel Hashem, the servant of God, begins the reign of Yeshua. <coughs> his prime, his prodigy, his student. We're celebrating Simcha's Teda. Rejoicing the joy of Teda. And what are we reading? The saddest moment in the Jewish nation. Yes, you want to say there are so many other sad things that happened to the Jews. So many horrible things that we've been subjected to, that we've experienced. Meishir <sighs> was the leader first of all that sacrificed his everything for the Jewish nation quite literally he was prepared as he says erase my name from your traitor if you're going to destroy the Jews he put everything on the line as we say for the Jewish nation and they weren't exactly he um, didn't reciprocate, to say the least. He had plenty of he went through plenty with the Jewish nation. Nonetheless, he did what he could with his biggest, fullest heart. and prayed for the Jews on a constant basis, and did everything that he could, bringing the tater down to the Eden. And 40 days and 40 nights he didn't eat sleep because he was receiving the tater. 40 days and 40 nights he was praying for the Jewish nation. And a third set of 40 days and 40 nights he didn't eat or sleep, bringing down the second luches. But that's only an iota, a drop in the bucket, compared to all that he went through, and all that he did for the Jewish nation. Did it stop at this point? Of course not. It tells us that in each and every generation there is a spark of According to one opinion, it's in the spark of the leader of the generation. The leader of every generation is the spark of has the spark of and then according to other opinions, it's in each and every Jew and each and every one of us have a potential and a capacity to fulfill just that, to fulfil the willing the wills and the wants and the yearnings of Meshe Rabbeinu from within us therefore when we say the passing of Meshe Rabbeinu it's a very significant and very sad time in the Jewish nation so one would imagine that we read that in the week of Tisha Sad sad, lamenting, lamenting, okay when do we do it? On the happiest, the most joyous day of the year. A day labeled as joy, Simchas Teda. The joy of Tata. Where do we and how do we celebrate the joy of Tata? We read that Vayam Mas Masha. passed away. A day on Simchas Teta which we rejuvenate ourselves for the entire year, for the proper simcha, for the whole year long, on this day we talk about the saddest moment, the passing of Meshachar Ben. But deep down, the panimias, as we say, not only is it not a contradiction, but Dafka with this reading, we are able to achieve the depth of Simchas Torah. Simchas Torah is the culmination of the entire month of Tishrei. Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Hats mitzvah, Chalamoid, and everything else, Shemini Saris, all incorporated. Now comes to a culmination with Simchas Torah. And it's referred to as Atseras, Shmini It now pulls a break up on and completes all the on the table. So, Asim is the source of the strength for daily life for the days that are to come. doesn't come in addition, as a separate entity, to elevate everything that happened until now, the Yom Nirayim, in the days of Sukkot, but rather to incorporate and to live within them and to, and to bring them all into one. All the implications and all the... Applications and all the things that we had to do and that we could have done and that should come out from the outcomes, the result of for the holidays, for the Avantevim throughout the month all come into a culmination and this time even the weekdays in between and this is therefore Simchas to be able to Incorporate and to bring together regular life and moments that we don't have a yomtv in and make this all into a yomtv. So, therefore, Dafka on such a day, which is a bridge between the yomtvim and the days to come for the rest of the year and not only a bridge, but one that incorporates everything and brings it all together in a way that we now can carry over and bring bring this joy throughout the year on this day we can read about Mesh Rabbeinu's passing as long as Meshe Rabbeinu was alive there were constant miracles happening revealed miracles godly revelations The Jews saw the hand of God by the Yamsuf, etc. But on a daily basis they saw the miracles of the man and the clouds and everything and the water that went with them. Ultimately, the passing of Arna and Miriam, everything went on to Moshe's advice. Everything was because of Moshe. Not only the man. Everything was in the merit of Moshe. And therefore we see, as we just said, the passing of Moshe, the passing of Aaron and Miriam, everything continued. In its own way. Once Moshe passed, all these miracles came to a halt. The daily living of miraculous life And the revelations went into hiding. However, Akhadish Baruch graces us on a constant basis with miracles. We live a miraculous life. But most miracles are not revealed. We don't see a revealed miracle in the fact that we wake up every morning, we don't recognize that as a miracle. I slept at night some of us even wake up at night for some other reason whatever gosh forsaken reason they get up so I'm alive and I'm alive all night long so I get out of bed in the morning I was alive I was alive before I'm alive now and they don't recognize the miracle that God performs that they can get out of bed in the morning <laughs> without the aches and pains because the fact of the matter is if you keep your score at home, you mutter Nideh, Lamed Aleph, Lamed Aleph, tells us Ein Balanes Makir a person that experiences a miracle does not recognize his miracle so, in this time, it's hard to actually keep the full emuna and the full attachment and connection to Akhadra Bharatan. I'm in a little dilemma now, a senior moment. I don't remember if I told the story or not. But in case I didn't, I'm telling it now. And in case I did, it's worth retelling. I heard this from one of the people that I went to, to bring the little Esrit, a woman, her husband was in the office at the moment, and she told me that she went to Achalabek. She went to Achalabek, there's a new Rebetzin in town, and the Rebetzin is amazing, she's phenomenal, she's fantastic, which as in America, we say, suits me fine, as long as they connect to somebody with Yiddishkeit, I don't have to be their their spiritual leader. I brought them till here, as we say, and uh, if somebody takes over and they follow the other person and they become Shemesh Shabbos, Terevitzis, Ashreino. Unlike many people who feel that they have to keep their, I don't know, feed their ego. Like a sourdough bread, keep feeding it. Anyway. So the Rebetzinah, the Chalabek, told the following story about herself, personal story. She she personally, when she got married, Chmanel Itzlan, suffered 11 miscarriages. Mind-boggling. Any person in the right mind goes off their mind just from that alone. But they persevered. And Baruch Hashem, they had a little boy, Yaakov, called Jacob, He was the apple of their eye. But not for naught. And not because he became, he stayed a single child, which you would imagine the story continues too. They had Baruch Hashem, they were blessed with several children thereafter. But Jacob was always special. Jacob went through yeshiva, very, very good scores, good grades, by Yayim Jacob graduated with honors he was going off to Yeshiva now the learn learned for ordination as a rabbi what more does a parent want? The parents being good devoted parents and wanting to show the recognition to their child they bought him a car No more, no less. Not a regular car. They bought him a Tesla. For those of you who know, the technology of the Tesla, etc. Givaldi. One of the features the Tesla has, it doesn't have an engine. Which isn't relevant to the story. But it also has alerts. shalom. something happens to a person, the emergency contact gets alerted immediately. It's not as if someone has to be called and told. You get an alert. It was one morning, 11.26 a.m., because the alert is on a clock, on a time, whatever it is, on a phone, and one of the sons, they get an alert that Jacob was in a massive accident. The husband, the father, is an EMT he's an emergency medical technician and he's part of Atzala he immediately ran to the call he called every everyone he knew in Atzala anyone, anyone that was anywhere in the area of medical expertise to meet him there to be there the wife obviously was hysterical but he said no you stay home she told him He arrives at the scene and it did not look good. This Tesla was not going to go anywhere any, any, anytime soon. But where's his son? Come on, The way this car looks, where's his son? Where's his Jacob? They worked, and they toiled, and they slept and they broke, and they cut, and they pulled Jacob's body out, I'm not telling you broken body, and definitely not Kassar's own dead body, they pulled him out, they was scratched up, banged up a little bit, and they immediately put him in an ambulance, and they sent him off to the hospital, alive and breathing. Tow truck guy shows up, you know, a tow truck guy. He's not just a tow truck driver, he's a tow truck guy. Tow truck guy shows up, gets out of his tow truck and looks at this thing, at this massive wreck. And says, Where the body? Where the body? body." Nobody. Tessa don't drive itself like that gotta be a body I know cars I know when there's a, see an accident there's an accident like that there's a body there's, there's nobody. he went off to the hospital an ambulance just checked out they say the tow truck driver was blown out of the water the kids are we're gonna go to another side of town another side of town Jacob's grandmother was not a wealthy woman but she had what to live off was walking on the street and in front of a grocery store a woman approached her and asked her for tzedakah the woman obviously is asking for tzedakah for herself, for her family whatever she was asking for for food And this woman, this grandmother, was a person, her nature was, if someone asks for tzedakah, she has to give. She never says no to somebody asks for tzedakah. She doesn't always have much to give, but she gives whatever she can give. And hence, this woman asks for tzedakah, she takes out her purse, and she opens her purse, and she finds in her purse, one bill, a hundred dollar bill. This hundred dollar bill is something that for she, for herself pretty much carried her over for the week obviously this woman's not going to give a change she would be embarrassed to ask for change but on the other hand she can't refuse to give tzedakah she has to give tzedakah she takes out her last hundred dollar bill and she says I am giving this woman my last hundred dollar bill I beg of you look after my children, my grandchildren, they should be safe. They should be safe, they should be healthy. She hands out this hundred-dollar bill. As I said, they were standing in front of a grocery store that had a camera on the front of the store. And when they checked later on the cameras to see that she was giving this hundred-dollar bill to this lady, they saw this happened at eleven twenty six a.m. The exact same time that Jacob had the accident, the grandmother gave her Tzedakah, davening to Hashem that he and his sh- siblings and his parents and everyone else should be safe. And we see a visible miracle of Tzedakah Tatsolim Mothers. Tzedakah saves from death. therefore miracles we don't see happening by chance someone managed to find out that the mother and grandmother gave stuck at that time by chance they managed to think about checking the clock and checking the cameras to see that it was the exact same time so therefore they realized and saw and recognized the actual miracle happened because of a reason because of a mitzvah The fact they recognize the miracle that happened, they recognize the miracle that happened. But one always asks, why would God perform such a miracle for me? The fact that there's no engine in the uh, Tesla is what saved the boy. Had there been an engine, he would have been crushed. It's relevant why I said there's no engine in the car. Don't ask me how it runs. It runs on electric. Siddhafka, at this time, joining together with the time that we value, we're valued in the eyes of God, and this is the real essence of why a created the world. Therefore, after the passing of Mesha, and the baton going over to Yeshua where Mesha is telling Yeshua Chazak v'emots HaKosh Baruch Hu tells Yeshua Chazak v'emots strengthen yourself don't get affected by the fact that now you no longer have your teacher Mesha you no longer have your physical constant open spirituality and that everything is now gone into hiding you yourself need to reveal this godliness from within yourself this is therefore the connection between the passing of mesha and sukhasthita they both give us that special kriya to overcome in this time the hested and headed dilayiliki the fact that the god is not revealed to us on a constant basis and that we don't merit to see the ultimate miracles that we experience on a on a moments basis not a daily basis and therefore we ch- ch- look to and we strive to reveal davka in this on this day the light of the Mithra with reading of the passing of Mesh beno The passing of Moshe Rabbeinu. That's the uh, I don't know benefits of having a a sukkah. You're getting helicopters fly over. The words in the pasuk. That finish the Tata that make that we call out Khazak, Khazak, Munis Khazak, to all hands of strength, Asha Asam the which Mesha made for the eyes of all the Jews. What were the eyes of the Jews that Mesha had been represented? We know of course The fact that he uh, decided that he took under his own initiative to break the luchos, to which Hakadosh Baruch Hu says to him, "If you keep his score at home in several places, he modest Shabbos pays ayn amr aleph Yivomis aleph." That was the Reb Noson Sifri. Hakadosh Baruch tells him, "Yasher Sheshibarta." Thank you for breaking them. What? what was so great about breaking the luchas he broke the luchas that Akash Baruch who wrote but not only was it a great thing but God praises him for it is there anything praiseworthy in the fact that he broke the luchas Rashi brings down elsewhere in Shemais. Through a Moshe, Rashi says Moshe king went overseas and left his wife with the uh, servants. B'tech because of the corrupt servants, she got a bad name, a, a, a rumor went out. Oma'a shishbina v'kara ksubasa. Yairn stood up and tore her ksuba. And he said, if the king's going to come back, I want to kill you. because you who are engaged to him did according to what the rumors are saying you're not his wife there's no paper there's nothing signed showing that you're his wife (coughs) thereby saving the queen-to-be the Nimshel. What do we hear, what do we derive from this? What do we get from this? The Melech is a Baruch Hu. The King is a Baruch Hu. These maidservants are the of Rav. The of Rav are these people that were constantly stirring the pot. Shall we say it? Say the least. Who is the Shishbina? Was Meisher Who are the Arusasa? Shal Akash Baruch Hu. the Yidu. so the breaking of the Lukas is not a punishment to the Jews just the opposite through this he saved the Jews because had he brought down the Lukas which would have showed the marital connection between the Jews and and God then the Jews would be kaput you sinned against your husband However, breaking the Lucas, there was no longer a contract between the Jews and, the, and God. So, although the Rav brought up this story with the Chet Egel and everything else, there was no validity because there was no, there was no connection as of yet in writing. So, thereby we understand the great praise of mention of the breaking of Lucas through Mesha. Every person understands simply how valuable and how dear to Luchas were in the eyes of Meshach In addition to the, the endearment, the words of Teda in the eyes, since this being Kibble Teda is Sinai, this was something that the Mesha got from Sinai, as we say, the first Mishnah of and these luches were myself came. God himself had written them and God himself had made, inscribed them. And so much so that you were able to read them from both sides. The letters went through and through, which technically one side should be able to read it, the other side should be reverse, but they were not. No matter which side you stood on, you were able to read the luches straight, which obviously is a miraculous thing within itself. And he merited to receive them from the head of, hand of a Kashbaruch himself. But when Misha, the true shepherd, saw what went down over here, and there is a case here where they might suspect that God forbid the Jewish nation was sinning, thereby the Lucas would incriminate the Jewish nation, he didn't hesitate. He didn't ask. He didn't get advice. He immediately took the Lucas and broke them in order to save his flock. Who do you want to save? The lowest of the people. The people that were involved in the sin of the eagle. In the sin of the golden calf. It's one weren't people of stature we're not talking about Yeshua here that he was concerned with that he was worried with I'm talking about the people that were literally causing havoc by making a golden calf and serving it this is therefore the Maile Gudele, Mishra, not enough not enough that he sacrificed himself to protect the Jewish nation as he says as we said before erase me from your sefer, from your book if you're going to do this but he physically went out and broke the luchas that he got from in order to protect the Jewish nation from falling into the sin of the Ego This was therefore the mysterious nefesh, it came from Mesh Rabbeinu to everything here, to the most valuable things, most valuable entity, all doing this for the Jewish nation. Therefore, when the Taylor enumerates his great points, his great um, attributes of Mesh Rabbeinu, finishes off with the greatest words "The Eimei call Yisrael, the eyes of the Jewish nation. That he lifted up his heart to break the Luches. This is a tremendous move tremendous emotional act and through this tremendous love for Am Yisrael he overcame the Avas Ateira and the Kavad Ateira, so much so that he broke the Lukas for them this is the greatest Maila of a manig Amiti a true leader of Am Yisrael like Reish As we said before, the days, <coughs> the last days of Yom Tov, are referred to as Shmini Atzeres and Chasteda Atzeres, the word Atzeres, is a halting, holding back, delaying. Before going back to the mundane world, after celebrating the holy days of Sukkot and the subsequent following days, which we call today the intermediate days, the Jews were now ready to go home and to return to their mundane lives, to which we have added now another Yom tif. Shmini Atzeres and Simchas Teira. and the Medrash tells us the famous mashal: A king made a, a meal for his children, and was so happy to have them all together for seven days. They rejoiced and they feasted seven days, and finally he tells them, "Koshelei It's so hard for me to see a parting and he asks them let's add another day before you go back we'll change your tickets, we'll pay the change fee stay another day please we were prepared for 7 days didn't realize how abrupt it would come, the end so rather than having an abrupt ending stay one more day Basic question: What does it help? What does that parting moment help by pushing it off twenty-four hours, forty-eight hours? At the end of the day, there's a parting moment. At the end of the day, you gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta go. Was it to push off another day? if we have another day not, we're not going to part ways <laughs> I mean I can tell on a personal basis we had Baruch Hashem in Switzerland on Vav tishrei, so my wife and I went for Rosh Hashanah we spent time minimal time unfortunately because there was really no time it was and everything there wasn't much time to really spend with everybody but we spent with the children my daughter, son-in-law, children it was beautiful it was fantastic but we had to get back we had to get back it was very hard it's a few days before Yom Kippur so obviously we blessed each child and blessing his child and then we had to leave it was very very difficult but one must move on would I have saved anything staying another day would I have accomplished anything that extra day it would have been beautiful but it was not possible it was not possible and therefore I see and I can feel and I can relate to that concept of it's hard Hard to leave. But what does that one more day happen? What does it help? We're still going. But it's interesting that the Mother says doesn't say pridas Our parting from one another. It says Krashalay Pridashem your parting from amongst yourselves we never part ways from God we are always one with God He remains always our God and we always have the infinite love from Him to us and us to Him the the fact that the Jews amongst themselves were parting ways and we've said this before but it's a very, very pertinent and important lesson this, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says is hard for him to see and therefore ask that they do one more Yom Tif. and in that one more Yom Tif show the ultimate Aves Yisrael The ultimate unity between Jews. One day of unity that's stronger than all the days of all the month that we had in the preceding. So, if Jews part ways from amongst themselves, they're parting ways from in, in, in a sense. Therefore, the emphasis of these last days, since Chagasukas was the Abba Minim, the four Minim, as we said, uniting all different types of Jews. and still in all we still remain different we still have the four types of Jews maybe perhaps through the uniting of our Dalad Minim maybe we, we'll, we'll unite the four types of Jews therefore our Baruch says I want to avoid the separation amongst you. I want to form a special bond, a true bond, perpetual bond. And therefore on this mini is par echod and ayl echod, one ox and one isle, one carbon. There's no differences, there's no in betweens, there's no people doing different things. This shows the uni- unity of the Jewish nation. No separation was left between them. And this unity shows itself in Simcha Achag. On this day, we unite all parts of the nation with dancing with the Sefer Teda. The entire year, we have different ways and different opinions learning Teda, explaining Teda different Piskidinim on Simchas we dance with a close a feteira, we all dance equally you can't make a differentiation between the simple person and the most learned person this is the Akhtu which finalizes Olyam Tevim and this guarantees also Olyam Tevim will not become a pridashem. will not become a separation before Elias before being called up to the Teda one is called up and they call up the person some shuls Give out cards beforehand, your Kohen, your Levi, your Israel, your Shlishi, whatever Ravi, Khamishi. And the Gabai says, Yamod ya Ravii Yamod ya Khamishi and the person knows they have that card and they know this is them. However, On Simchus Theda, we have two alias, Chasen and Chasen Barashas. Chasen is given, as we said, the last aliyah, the Chazak of Chumash Dvaram, and Chassan Bereshis is given the first Aliyah in Bereshis before this person is called up, there's a whole song that's sung in the song for Chassan Bereshis which is the last Aliyah of the Zeiss Habracha. There's a whole paragraph which is read, as we said. We have a question. The finalizes the finalizes Chamisha Chumshat It would be much more apropos to read this on Shavuos. The day we receive the Teda, this culminates the entire Teda. Why Simchas Teda? Why do we finish the cycle of reading of Tzayda on Simcha's Tzayda? This question begs to ask Why is it that on Simcha's Tzayda as we said before we finish and begin the cycle we start again This should all happen on the Yom Yom which celebrate the receiving of the Tera. Chassidus explains, the reason for the beginning and the end of Kriyas' tera, and on Simcha's Dafka is bound and connected with Yom Kippur. On Yom Kippur, the second Lukas were given to us. Chag we received the first Luchas which was said before Mesha broke On Yom Kippur we received the second Luchas the second luches, and then in them they were written the Leteshia a double salvation therefore we begin and we end the Teda and we rejoice Cover the which is the Hemshich and the continuation and the completion of Yom Kippur. A mainstay difference between Shvuas Simchus also expresses itself in that Chag Ashvuas was given as a gift to Maimla. the Simcha is. That we, we involve ourselves and we apply and we to ourselves everything that we're going to do for the rest of the year when learning Torah and his reading. You can't do that with a gift. A gift is a nice thing to have and so we cherish it and we value it, but it's not something that a person really toils on keeping and working on. Bread that a person gets as a gift is called Lechem Chesed, which is also called Lechem busha embarrassing bread. The simcha is not as great, and the person doesn't rejoice fully when he receives something that he doesn't work for. <coughs> Therefore, we don't set the simcha up, cover the tater. Although then the simcha is also not complete because the teta was given to us, we receive the teta as a gift. But the greatest simcha is the simcha that we toiled for on simcha's teta, and we complete by the learning of the teta, and we complete the cycle, and we start again the cycle. And this we see also a difference within the Lukas themselves. The first Lucas were kim as we said. God brought ro- God wrote them, Mihtavalikim. Whereas the second Lucas were only Miktavelikem, not Maisi De but the Maisi is the Maisi de Mesha was done through Mesha. The Luchis are Shainim, first Lucas were given from above. The second Lucas Come through the toil of the birth of a human being. And therefore, this great simcha is tied and connected to Yom Kippur and not Chagashuas. And another difference Chagashuas and Yom Kippur. When the Luchas, the first Luchas were given in Chagashuas, when Yisrael stood as Sadikim, Ish Echod, B'leiv echod, we were one united. To receive the teta, and we said Nasil and The before we said we'll do before we said we're here. Whereas in Yom Kippur, we're already Balitshua. We're after the sin of Chet Egel, and therefore it's explained the connection of the teta Davka to Yom Kippur because the Simcha of Balitshua is greater than the Simcha of the because they came. From a distance, and they know what they left behind, and they know what they worked for to come to become where they become. And this, therefore, brings a much greater simcha. May we rejoice, taka. This simcha stera. May we dance the simcha mitzvah shneimah. And Yerushalayim Good yomtiv and good Shabbos to all.